0: Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself. And I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, a very warm welcome to episode number 78 of the Balancing Act podcast. It's fab to be here with you as always and thank you so much for tuning in and allowing me to be part of your day and welcoming me in Um. I I hope you're keeping well. I hope you haven't been blown away by these crazy winds. Um certainly that we have been experiencing up here in the countryside of Aberdeenshire. One of my friends remarked that it's there's been something quite significant about having these winds that they started, you know, at the the end of january coming into a new month it also coincided with like the start of the chinese new year the festival of imbolc um which is all about like nurturing new life and new beginnings and also with the new moon so i'm really curious if you're this week either consciously or subconsciously you've been planting any new seeds of your own ideas um And yeah, that that theme of new beginnings feels really, really relevant for me and I wanted to start the episode with a little story that I thought you might appreciate, especially if you're tuning into this episode specifically um, enticed by the title, which is what to do when you're constantly second guessing what you want to do for work and i have been sharing um a lot recently about moving into business startup coaching sort of expanding my coaching offering and it's it's something that i feel is alre- is quite complementary to what i'm already doing in supporting mums in finding more balance in in their everyday and i think both of these things really like both business building and balance they go hand in hand and they both start from within um if you do want to to hear more about the my particular pivot or shift then check out episode number 77 um but it's really that that word pivot that i i had been making like a bit of a deal about and one of my business besties uh, pointed out to me that she said, like, isn't that just an extension of what you've already been doing anyway? Like, to me, it feels like the na- next natural step that, um, you know, you're moving along the journey with your clients almost. And when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Um, And what was so interesting to reflect on was that for me it like when I first sort of announced it I guess it felt like a big deal and in some ways it does feel like a big deal because I have this massive fire in my belly about it like ideas are literally spewing out of me and it feels like another one of the dots on my own journey that are sort of joining up and I often share that Steve Jobs quote about how um often our dots only join up in, in hindsight. And so for me, like I've been obsessed with business startup for as long as I can remember. I love finding out the stories behind why people started their own businesses. Um, I think my own first business started when I was uh, around four or five. And I used to do ballet shows for my parents in the living room. And at halftime, I would provide a tuck shop where I sold their own food back to them, which is a great business model. (laughs) No cost, all profit. Um, But I think that, that this particular comment from my friend, it was such a lovely reminder to me to not overcomplicate things and like to really go with those nudges and urges and, and like let it flow I guess like to not get stuck in my own ways and really to embrace all that I'm teaching which is that you know business starts from the inside out. So I really wanted to share that with you in case you like relate to that in some way from your own story like actually when you take that step back and look at it that thing that you want to do is a really natural progression of everything that you really care about the things you're passionate about the things that you like really bring out like, your natural skills um, and if you do need that extra boost with like getting going or just getting off the mark then please do give me a shout And with that, on with today's episode. So, um, very relevantly, I'm talking about what to do when you're constantly second guessing what you want from work. Um, I'll cover what this looks like. I'll then talk about why it happens. And lastly, we'll wrap up by discussing what to do about it. So firstly, what this looks like. I, I can tell you very well what this looks like because I spent many, many years in this way, this like pattern or of second guessing. And it's so, like it gets so tiring going around the same things over and over and over again. So if you're in that place, then I really, really feel you I've been there. I've lived it. Um, So I've shared i shared on the podcast before a bit about my own story and that um, I bought the I think it was the Sunday Times Business Startup Guide one year after joining my my corporate job. And I guess for full context, I spent 12 years in that corporate job. So one year into that, I bought this business startup book and it was very much like a a how to manual, um, you know, telling you about like tax implications and all the strategy sort of side of things. And I dipped in and out of this book, on and off, um, I, I you know, read various chapters, but didn't really do anything with it. Like it was very much just equipping myself with more knowledge on how to. And like basically over the next 10 years, I went um in like constant cycles of this pattern. Like I, the urge took me and I decided that I needed to to do something like I needed to take some sort of meaningful action on this niggle of wanting to do something different so I would um like come across something that I thought might be the answer pick it up do something with it and then it would sort of fade away so some of my um experiments or ventures where I started a website um this is a great story because I started a website not realizing that um, all these user friendly, like basically software platforms, exist that allow you to create a a website in a very user friendly way. No, I um, took very much the hard path and decided to teach myself HTML. So I basically scripted a website from scratch because I didn't know, I didn't know any better. Um, and, you know, that was very, very much the laborious route. But actually, that bit of coding I learned has come in so useful now when I need to make a, a tweak or a change to my own website or want to do something a bit more custom than um, the software allows. Um I, what else did I I like brainstormed a million and one different ideas for businesses um, one that I got hooked on for a while was uh, a packed lunch company which I still feel there's some there's some potential in where um you know I would make up pack lunches and deliver them to to the front door of of working parents who who really despised making pack lunches every day. I researched starting uh like a tour guide app. Um where instead of getting an actual tour guide, you could use this app to take you round um I Belfast, I was thinking of it, or Aberdeen. I started an artisan business directory that was aimed at tourists coming in who could um they could look it up and like find the story behind the produce that they were eating on their, their holiday and their trip. Um, and then most utterly I started a, a granola company that felt like that felt like my thing for a very long time. But in the end there was so many logistics that that got in the way, which like I now think was a really telling sign. So as you can tell, there was a lot and there was a lot of variety that um, didn't always seem like they had a particular theme to them. But, and this was a big, big but, in between these waves of like discontent and itchy feet and those cycles of like enthusiastically getting something started, I had a great time in my corporate world. Like there was... Spells sometimes really long spells where, like, it did feel really good. Um, in one stint in particular, I I worked in a team for maybe two to three years. Um, was like a really inspiring boss who I really looked up to as a role model. Um, she was I I didn't have kids at the time. But she was a um a working mom herself and. Was really like driven, very much action oriented, great at building um, like a sense of team rapport, and I felt a lot of purpose in what I was I was doing, um, and I think overall, you know, throughout my whole time there, I worked with amazing people, like really incredible people who, um, like often their enthusiasm really rubbed off on me, and. I I got a lot of satisfaction from working in teams um, and I also had some spells where my work was very like a really um, more like operationally focused let's say and in these times I thought ah like maybe I am happy after all like maybe I don't really want to change maybe it's Maybe it's just me like never being satisfied or never feeling like I have enough or, um, you know, those sorts of thoughts kicked in and I thought maybe I do appreciate all of the benefits more than I think I do. Like maybe those are the things that are actually important to me and I'm kidding myself that, that they're not. Um maybe this is what I'm meant to be doing. <laughs> so, you know, maybe this this sort of seesaw isn't your exact experience. In fact, it definitely won't be your exact experience. But I wonder if you can relate to that sort of the flip-flopping. And what I found was after time, those flip-flops became like more frequent and more... Um, like more extreme as well. As so many of my clients describe something like really similar, sort of like waves of, of satisfaction followed by waves of discontent. And, you know, maybe for you, this is something that you have become accustomed to over, you know, years. Maybe it started well before motherhood or maybe it was, you um, motherhood that really triggered this sort of seesaw effect um, yeah I would really love to hear more about your own particular experience if it is the case so why does it happen um, I think that like given the intensity of feelings that can accompany this like it's actually it actually boils down to something really pretty simple, and for me, that is like you change. You change <laughs> over time. You change. Um, like when you take a step back and think about it, it seems sort of obvious that you don't always want the same thing out of work as you as you once did. Um like when you look back at being a child and like a teenager, a young adult, change was the norm in many respects. Like it just it just was. So, you know, we change school at particular points, you change classes at particular points, you know, every year sometimes. Um I you probably alternated through different friend groups, um, you change hobbies um and all of these things took place in relatively short spaces of time but then like in adulthood we think that that all this change should stop almost like um you know we've done we get all the experimentation out of the way so that we can make this one choice and then settle on that one thing you know, and often like those, that choice stage maybe, um, continues into your 20s, but certainly by your 30s, there's maybe this like, um, unconscious idea that, that you should, like, you should settle and that you should be like committed to this one thing. And, you know, maybe as I'm describing this, you think, oh, well, actually, like, that's a bit old fashioned, but I think it's still so ingrained in us because we come from a generation where, Even if many of our peers don't work in that way, like it is most likely that our parents are of that generation where, um, you know, work was a three stage uh, model where you, you know, you got educated at the start, you worked for a certain number of years and then you retired at a certain point. And the world of work is is changing, but we've picked up so many of the beliefs that around that being the way to do things. Whereas you think, you know, now making one choice in your 30s and then settling on that for like the next 30 years, potentially, it just seems crazy um and like i said if you are in a corporate job you probably picked that line of work and that career path way earlier you know in back in your 20s and if you think um of yourself then and how different you were then like would you still be expecting to make the same choices in other areas of life outside of work um I know I wouldn't I think that the 20 year old me is like is making such different choices about how I choose to spend my time than I do now and so like it's only natural that like with work I would want to do different things as well as I grow and learn get to know myself better and get and pick up different experiences of life along the way so I guess I ask you the question with this perspective, is it any wonder that you're questioning your work choice? And to me, the answer is a very obvious no. So if you are, then what do you do about it? I think there are two key things here. Number one, like, get explicit on what your current work gives you right now. Um, I think that when you can really, or at least mostly, appreciate what your current line of work does give you, even in those, like, the more challenging times, then you are in a much better position to be objective about the things that it doesn't give you. Um. And you can be more objective without getting wrapped up in the frustration of the situation without focusing on those and getting down about those. Um, and also when you focus on the things that it does give you, this acts as a really good marker of like what you want next, what you, you want to keep and, or what you want to see more of. And just knowing that might open up more options for you. And when I say more options, I mean like do you do you actually want to change career or do you actually want to stay in the same line of work but just like go freelance, for example. And then action number two. And like this one I think is the key to unlocking so much choice. Like get to know yourself. We are so influenced by our environment to degrees that we don't always recognise. And I think that that's especially in the structure of larger organisations, if you are working in in a corporation, um, you know, there's like a culture is built up. And maybe you've noticed this a little bit more during lockdown where you're not spending so much time like physically within that culture. And working from home more, like maybe you feel like you've started to learn um, or notice some differences in how you like to work, for example. So when I say get to know yourself, I mean like get to know your strengths, get to know your your very natural inbuilt superpowers, like the things that come so easily to you that you assume that they come just as easily to everyone else. um find out what makes you tick, like what you really, really care about in the world, what impact you want to make, what your your bigger vision and your bigger mission and your bigger purpose is in life. And also then like what sort of lifestyle you want to go along with all this, like what is it that you're, you're aiming for? and let me know like don't be shy i love to hear stories i love to hear big visions and dreams and goals so um yeah drop me a message on instagram at debbie leco and yeah let me know what's what's coming up for you so there we have it um i have talked to you about what like constantly second guessing your choice of work looks like um why it is by no means your fault and actually is like a really natural obvious thing to happen and then lastly what to do about it. Um, so if you have taken value from today's episode and you find it useful um, then give me a tag on Instagram with your thoughts and with that I shall look forward to seeing you next week or speaking to you next week. Alrighty, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Balancing Act Podcast. If you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you, who are seeking more balance in their everyday, then come join us on the free Facebook community, The Balancing Act for Working Mums. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favourite platform so that we can spread the word. To all the working mums out there looking for more balance until then i look forward to speaking to you in the next episode bye for now